listening to Rejoice, WREJ, Richmond, 101.3 FM, 990 AM. Hi, this is Tammy Mobley. I am a survivor of domestic violence. My personal mission is to educate and inform people about the red flags in an unhealthy relationship and the effects of domestic violence. This show, we will also talk about life challenges, incarceration, health scares, factors of racism, and much more. Let's start surviving today. Welcome to Beyond Surviving with Tammy, where we recognize, empower, and support survivors. So today, ladies and gentlemen, we have a little change in our programming for today. Our guest that was supposed to be here did not arrive yet. So I'm going to be interviewing David Lomax from Elsie Bird High School, along with my co-worker, Leela, co-host Leela Harris. <laughs> Hi, hi. And we will be yeah, we will be talking right after the commercial break. We're gonna meet um David and we're gonna go be back with um Leela. Stay tuned, don't go anywhere. Hi, I'm Madonna Thompson the owner and operator of Dope Soul Apparel. Dope Soul specializes in graphic t-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, and dad caps. Have you got your kingdom apparel today? Follow us on Instagram at dope underscore soul apparel. Don't forget to click that link in the bio. And remember, let your light so shine. Hello, everybody. I'm Rob Nisha. Do you have a lot of mess? Don't stress. Let PMMS handle the rest. Pretty Magic Mate offers professional, residential, and commercial non-toxic cleaning services. Find out why more people are using Pretty Magic Mate for spring cleaning, COVID cleaning, general cleaning, and more. Visit www.prettymagicmate.com or call 804-485-1055. And remember, PMMS is on the way to save your day. Hi, my name is Markeisha Harris-Miner, and I am the creator of Blocal Search. I have a question for you. Are you looking to locate black-owned businesses across the country? Well, you need to download Blocal Search. Blocal Search is a nationwide directory and app for locating black-owned businesses in all 50 states. To get listed, make sure you visit www.blocalsearch.com and download the app, available in the Apple App Store and Google Play Store for free. Welcome back to Beyond Surviving with Tammy, where we recognize, empower, and support survivors. I am your host, Tammy Mobley, domestic violence survivor and advocate, certified empowerment and relationship coach. Today, this morning, we have a special in-studio guest, David Lomax. He is joining us in studio. David is actually my intern that does all my videos and everything. So tell us your IG handle. Uh, my IG handle is the D Lomax. That's it. Okay. So he's the one that's behind um, I, my YouTube because I do not know what I'm doing half of the time. So he's doing it. And I'm joined with my co-host, Leela Harris, so everyone knows her because she's been rocking with me for the past month. Hi. <laughs> hi, everyone. I'm Leela. <laughs> <laughs> so we were supposed to have another guest in here, but that's okay because we know how to move and navigate here on Beyond Surviving with Tammy. That's right. That's right. So we're going to... Um, question, David. We're going to put him on the spot um, a little bit, but he just joined right on in, and he's going to rock with us today. So, it is still Mental Health Awareness Month, and you're getting ready to go back to school, but Leela and I wanted to ask you some questions on how was it dealing with COVID um, in person, going back in person, and you were virtual for the whole year? 
Right. Well, when COVID first shut down school, it it, it uh, excuse me, it actually opened a lot of doors for me because that's when I became a content creator on my own and I started a YouTube channel. That's when I actually started my first Instagram and I started making my own content. But this, the problem started happening when school came back because then I had to balance being a student again and also a content creator. Okay, so what did you mean, like, the um, the problem? Like Time management, really, because my deadlines, they've been really tight. And at first, teachers weren't so lenient as they are now with assignments. So I had to kind of put my own careers on the back burner. Okay, so tell us, what schools do you attend? Uh, right now, I'm at Elsie Bird High School um, in the engineering program. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's so modest, but, like, this guy is a superstar. So um, <laughs> tell us, like, your GPA right now. Uh, I believe it's a 4.1 at this point. Mm. So he has a 4.1 during COVID. Like, that's remarkable, Leela, isn't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> right, because you, um, so while you're in school, like, during, um, virtually, how is it where you logging in? Because I know I have a son at home, and he logged in, like, five minutes before he's supposed to get in class. How are you doing at home? Right, well, at first, um, they had everybody with their cameras on. And we'd all just sit there and have class like it was normal. But now most people don't show up until 10 minutes after class has started. I kind of start right when it starts. And um, sometimes we all just have our cameras off and do our own things the whole time. What's your own thing? Like, I might <laughs> I might record a cover or something in the middle of class because um, I do cover songs. But schoolwork, it gives me kind of anxiety to just be in the meet and not know when somebody's going to say something because it's dead silent before that. Okay, so that's good because it is Mental Health Awareness Month. And, you know, I think a lot of us, we don't even think about the anxiety that our kids may be suffering because we're in a virtual environment. I work with girls and they're always saying that, you know, the teachers are giving them more work in a virtual environment. Do you find that? I do find that because I'll have assignments due in the same day, even before 11.59 p.m. Like a class will start at 11.30 and the assignment will be due at 11.59. Wow. Wait a minute. I just have a question. <laughs> no. I was going to say, I y'all, don't want to dominate. I'm going to let Lena no, go ahead. Fine. So y'all have due date, like due times, it's 11.59 at night to turn it in an assignment? They have due dates like that. And that's that. because it's online, right? Right. Because that just reminds me of college. See, in college, if, if y'all went to college, I know Blackboard, y'all got to have that assignment in before 11.59 because if you don't, then it's done, it's closed. And it's just like, wow, it's crazy how the pressures of college are now being put on high school students. Because right. you don't, ex- well, I didn't experience that until college, you know, but that's, that's, of course, because I didn't have COVID when I was in high school. So right. that's really interesting for you to say. I'm sorry, I just had to touch on that. No. That just brought me back <laughs> to when I was in college. Like, oh, 59, gotta hurry up, get this in. Because wow. even my son, like, he'll say, I can't believe this teacher just gave me this. And, you know, like, he's a senior, so right. they had to have their grades in by Friday. So he was still getting assignments like on Wednesday and the teacher was saying you have to have it in by Friday because he's in the, um, if you're in the top 10%, you have to have your grades in so that they could see it. So I'm like, I just can't imagine. What grade are you in, David? I'm a junior right now, 11th grade. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to, Lila, if you have another question, but I'm going to turn because I see things popping up on here. So I just want to say good morning to Faye Bob Semple. Good morning, Lucinda. I'm Clarence Mobley. Like, I can't even say my own name. (laughs) I said, way to think on your feet, David. What do you want to do after um, high school? And Nikki's asking, how do you manage your anxiety during your virtual class? So you have two questions. 
Okay. First one, what do I plan on doing after high school? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, my main goal uh, is to go to North Carolina a and Aggie Pride, yeah. right? Join the, uh, black and gold marching machine. Okay. okay. And um, major in engineering there, if nothing else, maybe minor in business. But beyond that, um, maybe I'll move into the field of engineering. Maybe I'll move into music. We'll see which one happens first. And then your other question was from Nikki. How do you manage that anxiety during your virtual class? Well, we've talked to my principal about it, and um, she said that um, once we've gotten our assignments for the day, we're allowed to leave the meet. But some teachers still mark us absent after we leave the meet. So I kind of just put the meet on mute and try to do the work that I can. Wow. Yeah, I was going to ask that as well. Um, does your school give you resources to manage um, anxiety or any other uh, mental disorders that students may have or even develop during this time? Um, there was a couple times. We call it bird block. Um, it's a 30-minute class period uh, every Wednesday. And for a certain point in time, they did talk about mental health, but it wasn't too in-depth. So what did they just do? Kind of just say, can you check in? Are you okay? Uh, they basically just gave us videos to watch, and that was it. Wow, because there was a young girl in Chesterfield County in January that committed suicide. Um, she's 13 years old, and because of the online environment, because the lack of socialization, you know, not that in person. Do you miss that, especially because you were in a band? Oh, uh, right. The band, that's really, that's one of the things that's really pushed me through during COVID. Um, I do, I do miss the social interaction, but I find that outside of school sometimes, too. What do you do outside of school that you find it? Um, outside of school, we do have band performances. We had one last Friday. Um, that was pretty cool. And um, I went to a graduation party yesterday. Uh, shout out to Danny Hall, graduating <laughs> from high school, going to Liberty. Okay. I want to say, David, like, I'm so impressed. I hope your parents are listening because I just text them, like, real quick, say, check your son is going to be on the radio. <laughs> like, we're pulling him in. And you are doing really well, like, under pressure. So when you were saying that you had anxiety, when you, what you said, when there's no one talking? Or... Right. Like, it's, it's more comfortable for me when the teacher's teaching. But after that, they'll just be the only one with their camera on, on mute, just staring at you the whole time. The teachers are just? Staring at you, right. not saying anything. Right. Wow, I can't even imagine. And Leo, you were saying like <laughs> she's sitting here like, wow. Oh my god, it just brings me back because like you know, there's online classes in college too. Mm -hmm. Well, before COVID, there was online classes, and it just brings me back to being in college and just having like that same feeling of not knowing when someone's going to say something, not knowing if someone's like looking at you, even though there's other people in the class. You know, they may pinpoint on you. Like it's just a lot of like anxiety that it, like. People tend to think that because it's online and you're not, like, having to interact, like, physically with people, that it's going to be easier. But it's actually, if not the same level of hard, harder. So how did you manage it? How did I manage it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't say I managed it the best. I just did what I could to push through the class. I just did my work. And I guess I just, you know, had, like, pep talks with myself before the class would start. So just have, like, five or ten minutes to myself before the class would start and just, you know— Ease myself, maybe drink some coffee, which I don't recommend. <laughs> drink some coffee and just like just find a happy place before the class would start. Because it was just only an hour, but still, like that hour is just like so nerve wracking. Mm -hmm. So 
So there was other things going on during COVID, right? Like, even though with the virtual environment, but we've seen a lot of racial discrimination going on through um, COVID. We've seen George Floyd, you know, we've seen him murder. We've seen a black girl get murdered just a couple of months ago by police, Micaiah Bryant. Has that affected you um, anyway, also, as a young black boy? Uh, It's really just been sad to see, really. Um, It really feels like I'm going through something that's going to be in the history books one day. It mm-hmm. definitely will. It, it definitely. Do y'all talk about it in school? Like when those events happen because it's COVID, you know, there's a lot of things that's going on. Did y'all talk about any of that? Like the stress or pressures? No, we didn't. And we barely talked about black history at all um, during Black History Month even. So how does that make you feel? Like, is that the reason why you're going to an HBCU or is um, it a different reason? There is a different reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just feel like, well... At first, when I was going through school, I'd started in a private school, and um, I hadn't really seen people that looked like me for most of my um, educational career, or whatever you want to call it. And I just feel more comfortable. I feel like I'd have a better environment in an HBCU. Okay, okay. I do have a question for you. Um, Nikki said, well-planned young man, who's your supportive circle? You seem to know your path. Can you speak on that? My supportive circle. Thank you, Nikki. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got about maybe seven very close friends. Um, we used to be on a basketball team together, and I don't play basketball anymore. I'm more into music now. But um, we just have a group chat, and we get on Xbox parties, and we talk all the time. Okay. What about your um, your parents? My parents, they're pretty supportive, too. Um, they make sure I'm all right. And I would say because his parents have been driving here every Sunday at 9 o'clock in the morning, 9, 9.30 in the morning, and you do not live around. It's like 30 minutes, right? 20 to 30 minutes to get here? Right. I leave around 9.15. It's, it's about 30 minutes to get here. To get here. And you've been driving. You, you started driving yourself, right? Right. Hopefully I can get all my daytime hours soon. I want to get my license in October, November-ish. Okay. Okay. So what? how many credits do you have left for your senior year? How are you doing? What's your senior year going to look like? I do not know. No. <laughs> no, you don't know yet? No, I don't. No. So, Dave, uh, it's not just you. You have a brother that's, like, amazing also. He just got some really good news. Right. He's salutatorian, and um, he's going to make his way into VSU. Uh, hey! Yeah. Yeah. Hey! 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 So can you give him any advice if um, Rob is listening, like, to be on campus? Oh, me? Yeah, to oh, give him, okay. his, his brother advice. I would advice. say just make the most of your experience. There's no, there's no experience like the HBU experience, you as well. Like, just to be around people who, are, who not only look like you, but also have the same goal as you, like, the same mind frame. And just, like, it just feels like a family. Like, I don't particularly have any experience uh, going to a PWI, but I wouldn't have chose anything other than an HBCU to go to. So just make the most of your experience. Of course, balance your studies with your social life because as a freshman, that could be kind of difficult. Um, But as long as you have that in mind, you have your support system back home. um, Yeah, I think uh, you're going to have a great time. You're going to love VSU. VSU (laughs) is one of the best HBCUs out there. Shout out to... Actually, I have... (laughs) Actually, now that we're talking about VSU, uh, I want to shout out the class of 2021. Uh, I also have some sisters from my sorority, uh, Sigma Gamma Rho Sorority Incorporated, who are graduating today. So shout out to y'all as well. 
Yeah, okay. I don't know how she's saying that in between two. Like, my son's getting ready to go <laughs> to NCAT. You're getting ready to go to NCAT, but she's like, no. <laughs> Look, you got, to, you got to hold it down at any time, anyway, any, any way you can. No, I actually, I'm actually um, working with someone, and we're doing a research um, project on um, VSU, which David is a part of. Yes, so, ma'am. yeah, so we're pretty cool with that. So, uh, Nikki said, great advice. Clarence said, do you have any um, time management tips for other students? So, I'm going to ask both of you. So, David, go first, and then I'm going to ask you, Lila, because you could give it from a perspective for a college, and you give it mm-hmm. in high school. Um Personally, my time management is definitely not the best right now. <laughs> uh, I've got a lot of late assignments I'll probably get to after I leave the show today. You didn't hear that, Mom. Yeah, you didn't <laughs> hear that. <laughs> um, I guess make sure you stay organized. Um, I try. That's all I can say on that. Is it you? Do, do you think it's harder because you're in a virtual environment? You think if you were in school, would it have been a little bit easier with your time management? Um. I feel like it would have been easier if I was in school. The biggest thing is not all my teachers have due dates on the assignments. So if I don't write it down when they say it, I'm going to forget about it. So how can they give an assignment but don't have a due date on it? So they just give you an assignment and how you know when to <laughs> hand like, it yeah. in, right? Yeah, yeah pretty <laughs> much. They'll, they'll tell us to do it, and they won't, they won't always tell us when to do it by. We're just assuming it's due by next class. But when we open, we use Canvas for our assignments, mm-hmm. and most of the assignments are supposed to have a due date on them, so you can see it on your calendar. But if they don't put a due date on it, it's not on your calendar, so you just have to know. So if you are a teacher and listening, <laughs> all right, so we got to do better <laughs> with our students. They are going through anxiety, like, online, not showing a camera, and then you're giving assignments that don't have a due date. Hey, I don't. That's not cool with me. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I feel like that also creates anxiety, like not knowing when an assignment will be due. So it's like, do I do it now? Do I do it later? Do I do it next week? Yeah, so I definitely feel where that pain comes yeah. from when it comes to not having a due date. But others may look at it like, you know, like I have a lot of time to finish this. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I don't know. But um, as far as the advice that I would like to give, um, I was uh, just piggyback on what you said about organization just... Just try your best to keep your assignments, your tasks, just organized. Write down everything. Write down everything. I did uh, my first semester of college. I basically just went through class, just not writing anything down. Just like, okay, I got it. I got the mental note because I used to think that, you know, I had good memory (laughs) until, you know, my first semester. And I just, you know, like, you know, I'll be, you know, just outside on the yard, chilling, hanging out with friends. And it'd be like, oh. Oh my God! Did I forget to do this? Like, oh my God! Run back to my my dorm and have to hurry up and do the assignment. Do not create the stress that you do not have to have for yourself. Stay organized. Write down everything. Stay in contact with your teachers, um, your professors, um, your advisor. I would say visit your advisor every month, just to keep a tab on making sure you're on the right track as far as graduation. It's never too early to be on track for graduation. The earlier, the better. So keep in touch with your professors. Keep in touch with your advisor. Um, and once you build that circle with your with your true day one college friends, I like to call them day ones because <laughs> that first semester is, you know, very telling. But, yes, um, once you have that true circle of friends, um, also don't be, you know, afraid to 
you know, reach out to them and talk to them. Because like I said, like the best thing about being at HBCU is that everyone, you know, we have the same experiences. We go through the same things. So it's a little bit easier to talk about things that you wouldn't feel so comfortable talking to anyone else about, I would say. So that's my advice. I hope I said that. Well, <laughs> you did. <laughs> no, that was really good. That was really good. I wanted to um, ask you also, Leela. Like, so David, he's a junior. He's getting ready to go, you know, be a senior, and then he's going to HBCU. Mm-hmm. Um, his brother is going next year. My son is going. What advice? Because you know, we hear that NCAT is a party school. Then we hear VSU is a party school. Like, and he's already said that he has some late exi- assignments. But I don't know, you still have 4.1, so you're still doing it. So how can they manage, like, the partying and still keeping up on assignments? Because it's not going to be that easy when you're in college to it's say, not. I have late assignments. Because your professor may not be that yes. nice, right? Yes, <laughs> Um, It's definitely not easy. Um, especially if you're someone who didn't really have much of a social life before college. So getting engulfed into that party, party culture, which I don't like to call it because I feel like we have fun at HBCUs. And I want to keep saying it. It's because, like, you know, like, we did it. We got here. Like, we're celebrating, like, you know, higher education and just being around people that we know care about us, are there for us. And I look like us. So I don't really like when people call VSU and other HBCUs party schools because it's just, you know, we just, we know how to good time. We know how to have a good time. And we like to have a good time. But like I said, um, for someone who doesn't have as much social experience before college, it could be really easy to get, uh, to drown in just, uh, you know, going out and socializing every night. So I would say, and I know... Because I wish I would have did it. Um, Just keep in touch with your parents. I know, like, you know, we want that freedom. We yearn for that freedom once we leave the house and go to college. But I feel like having your parents as a support system, especially your first year of college, and having them stay on you, because you're going to need that. Your friends, um, you know, it's going to be kind of harder for them to tell you, like, stay in and, you know, study because they're going to want you to come out with them. But, yeah, I think it's very important to stay in touch with your parents your first year of college. That's the advice I would give as far as trying to manage um, the social life, the partying at colleges. Just to have someone just be on you. All right, thank you. We have a couple of questions in here. Oh, Lord. So, um, (laughs) Nikki asks, what social issues have impacted you the most, or how do you manage living in a social media generation with so much pressure to be trending? It is good for you, David. Like, how... Um, pressure to be trending. I've I felt that before because I know I could just like hop on a trend and then blow up really fast. But I, I like to have more substance in my content. You know, um, first I like to represent God and represent my family and my community the best I can. So I just don't want to follow all the trends that are out there. I just like, we just gonna shout out this young man. Like you are amazing. Like I love it. Another question for you, David. What are you most looking forward to about attending A&T? Most looking forward to would probably be um, marching with them on the drum line. Okay. Do you, um, so are you going to take what Leela said, like balance between going out and. Look, I'm trying (laughs) to tell you, because once you get there, it's going to be like, 
it's gonna be eye-opening it's gonna be like you're just gonna want to do everything because it's just it's just a beautiful experience to be a part of so right. especially with you being in a band i will say Bands of HBCUs, they treat each other like family, like a tight-knit family. So I don't think you would ever have to worry about, like, a negative influence or not having people understand where you're coming from or not having anyone to talk to. Because the bands of HBCUs, no matter what campus I go on, they seem to be tight as a family. So you're going to be in good hands. Right. And I feel that same sort of family in my high school right now uh, with my band. Shout out to the Elsie Bird Two-Lit Drumline. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So before, because we have another question, but I want to make sure that everyone has your contact information. Like I said, he does my YouTube. He does other things. So you have to go on there. Like the other day, I shared a little clip of um, you singing one of Summer Walker's songs. Like So right, he right, is right. so multi-talented. So give me your information again. Um, everything you can find. <laughs> I'll be on Instagram at the D Lomax, T-H-E-D-L-O-M-A-X. And um, I have a link tree in my bio, so that'll have all of my platforms. So check out this young man, because as you hear, he is very educated, very articulate, very multi-talented. So he, so we are so proud of him. Um, Nikki said, great guest. Oh, Leela, what did you enjoy most about <laughs> your college experience? <laughs> What did you enjoy most oh about it? Oh, my gosh. There's too many. <laughs> She's so hyped today, this morning, y'all. She's just like, I was waiting to talk about my college on oh, here. Like. <laughs> college was the best experience of my life. Like, I met such great people there that I will, that I'm still close to till this day. I graduated college six years ago, and I'm still very close to these people till this day. Um the best experience. <laughs> I have a lot. Uh, joining my sororities. Shout out to Sigma Gamma Rho Sorority Incorporated. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my friends. Like I said, I'm still friends to them till this day. Um, just, I don't know. Like, just the whole, I, I don't have one. I'm sorry. I, I don't have one. Relax. Just experiencing people like-minded like me, uh, coming into my own as not only a person, but a woman, learning what I like to do. You just grow as a person, especially at HBCU, because you will have people around you that will support your growth. Like, I feel like at a PWI, you're nothing but a number. You're just another student. But at an HBCU, you have people surrounding you that want nothing but the best for you. So I, just the overall experience was just great. Like, if I could go back, I would go back. <laughs> <laughs> and then you could, because after you get out of college, it's like the real world. Yeah. You're working then, <laughs> yep. right? It's no more like, let me just go home and drop my laundry at my mom's house. Right. No, no more of that. So I definitely, so how could they reach you? Me? Okay. Yeah. Um, because you have other things going on too, don't you have a podcast or something? Um, going on? Well, I have a brand called Sticky Feathers. Um, I. <sighs> It's on pause right now. Okay. I got a lot going <laughs> on. But um, you can follow the brand at Sticky Feathers um, on Instagram. Uh, it's S-T-I-C-K-Y-Y. No, it's S-T-I-C-K-Y-F-E-A-T-H-E-R-S. So just Sticky Feathers. Um, the website is stickyfeathers.com. Um, yeah, I just changed my Instagram name. So I don't exactly know what I like. I don't remember how many letters I have in it. Okay. So I will drop that in the comments if you guys would like my personal Instagram um, and my Twitter as well. So I will drop that later because I'm sorry. I don't remember how many, you know, when you have like multiple letters yeah. in it, you don't want to give too many or too less. <laughs> so yeah, I will drop that in the comments later. But that's how you can reach me. But that's okay because literally at what time was it? Like 9.58. 
I just pulled them to sit in this, these seats. So you know what? If they don't have their information, it is perfectly <laughs> fine because this is probably anxiety, right? This is like, <laughs> look, I know y'all heard you me. just pulled me out here. Like little David was sitting in the corner getting ready to, you know, film us. And I was like, you got to come over here and you got to sit in here right now. And Leela came upstairs like, you got to come over here. Like, so we're just like, we're scrambling okay. and everything. So y'all did amazing, amazing, amazing. David, what last minute advice would you like to give to a high school student? Um, prioritize, uh, make sure you know what's important and make sure that goes first. Mm. Leela, what last minute advice would you like to give to an upcoming college student? The same, prioritize. Um, make sure you know what's important and stick to it and keep, and, uh, keep a support system around you. And I have people saying, very talented, proud of you, great guests. Um, Nikki hooked you up, girl, because she put sticky feathers already in here for you. Like, we need to hire you, Nikki, on here be, um, beyond Survival with Tammy. Uh, Faye, great advice. Remain blessed and stay safe. So thank you very much for tuning into Beyond Survival with Tammy, where we recognize, empower, and support survivors. Thank you so much to my guest today, David Lomax. Thank you to my co-host, Leela Harris. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you tune in every Sunday right here on Rejoice 101.3 FM, 990 AM at 10 AM. And remember, your imperfection don't stop your greatness. See you next Sunday. Thank you for tuning in to Beyond Surviving with Tammy, where we recognize, support, and empower survivors. If you'd like to be a guest or sponsor on the show, email us at beyondsurvivingtammy at gmail.com. See you next time right here on Rejoice 101.3 FM, 990 AM at 10 AM every Sunday. And remember, your imperfections don't stop your greatness. If anyone asks, you're listening to Rejoice, WRE.